When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Buffalo Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This is Buffs Primetime. Play action. Sets to throw. He's going for the home run. And he makes the crab. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Colorado. Buffs Primetime is presented by Coors Light, Mountain Cold Refreshment Made to Chill, 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Now, here is your host, the voice of the Buffaloes, Mark Johnson. And we come to you from the Champion Center here on the campus of the University of Colorado in Boulder for Buffs Primetime tonight. The uh, Colorado Buffaloes coming off their first loss of the season as they dropped a uh, 38-21 contest to Utah on Saturday in an early game in the snow at Folsom Field. And then things get interesting for the Colorado Buffaloes, as we'll talk about. Carl Durrell is with us for a couple of segments. Brett Maxey, the safeties coach, is going to be with us. And also uh, a very young, exciting player for the Buffaloes. Isaiah Lewis will be with us uh, as well tonight. Over the next hour, I'm voicing the Buffs, uh, Mark Johnson. We welcome in the head coach of uh, the Buffaloes. Let's uh, kind of start with the ball game on, on Saturday. Carl, you guys got off to a pretty good start in that contest. Uh, kind of maybe take us through the contest and, and your thoughts on it. Well, we, we knew that Utah was, a, was an up-and-coming program, you know, in terms of this season. Although they had a slow start, they had COVID issues early, they missed a couple of games. And, you know, their first game of the season was against US, uh, USC. Yeah. And you can tell that they were probably a couple of games behind in terms of game preparation, yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah. So, you know, they ended up losing that one, and they, they went up to Washington and, 
and actually had played well in that game in the first half. They were up big, and then Washington came back in the second half and ended up winning that game. But then the third game happened with against Oregon State. You can tell game after game after game this team was getting better and yeah, better. Yeah, they were coming, better. weren't they? And uh, so they they came in here. They had a they had a great plan and they executed their plan very well in the conditions that it was. You know, we talked about our you know what type of game it was going to be given mm -hmm. you know the snow and all that and the footing and but it's. Um, you know, I, I just have to give Utah credit. You know, they made more plays and the critical plays and moments of the games than you that you had to. We had our chances and we had some plays made. We, yeah. we threw a couple of plays, uh, threw a touchdown pass, and you know, um, you know, I think Sam hit a couple of go balls. You know, down the field, so it was good to see some of those that type of production. But in the end, though, you know, we had drives that were moving. Mm -hmm. You know, we would cross the fifty, and then that first fumble, Sam fumbles, and you know, he, we lose that one. So we lose the momentum of, of the game at that point. Um, then uh, it comes again where actually Jarek Broussard, who hasn't fumbled all season, he ends up. You know, we're driving, and he ends yep. up fumbling. So we just didn't catch the rhythm of what we've normally been doing, you know, in those victories that we had previous to this game. And, and it was unfortunate. You know, it kind of came up at the wrong time. So three turnovers with a team that uh, I think played, uh, you know, almost their, their game plan to perfection. They had no mm -hmm. penalties. They had only one turnover. And they did a nice job in all those critical situations that I think that was the difference of the game. Turnovers any time. And we, we've talked a little bit about that. And I think I mentioned that uh, there was a coach I worked with years ago used to tell me the percentages once you turn over once, twice, three times, how that percentage of opportunity to win, you know, drops. The, the one at the end of the first half that you just mentioned where Jarek put the ball on the ground, that can get overlooked a little bit, can it? I mean, you know, you were, what, 14 to 7, I think, at that point. Mm -hmm. and, it, and they get a quick uh, field goal out of it. It does kind of just change the complexion of the game a little bit, even though it seems like a subtle play at the time, doesn't it? It, it did, you know, yeah. because it was, like you said, it was 14-7. He, he fumbles. You know, they, it was late in the, in the second quarter. Yeah. Uh, they, they get enough yardage to get in field goal range. They kick a field goal, so it's 14-10. You know, we come back. We have the ball in the second half. And our first play is a touchdown, touchdown. you yep. know, and you think that, oh, here we go. You know, yep. we're rolling now. But they came back and answered. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, we, we started to drive, and I, I believe somewhere in there, Sam threw his interception. And then, you know, all these things, things started picking up with them creating momentum and, and merely maintaining the momentum. So there was a lot to be learned in this game. And, and I, you know, I was what I was more impressed with than anything. After the game, we're in the locker room, we're talking with the team. You know, I'm, we're talking about the issues of the game, and, and a lot of the players, before I even said what I was going to say, said, Coach, we, we, you know, we shot ourselves in the foot. We didn't take yeah. care of the football. We didn't tackle very well on defense. We let out a couple of, you know, decent big plays in special teams where the returner had a couple of nice returns and mm -hmm. get good field position. He said, we didn't play our caliber of football. And to me, as a head coach, I was like, you know what? These guys are getting it. Yeah. You know, they're understanding what it takes to win, and then how you do lose if you do, you know if you if you get in these types of games like uh, we had against Utah. Is is that an indication when you come into a locker room and they're already talking to you about it before you even really address them? Is that a sign of ownership being taken by a team? Absolutely. Right. I mean, that's what they they weren't finger pointing each other like, you know, either side of the ball was it, is it, it was that issue or anything like that, because I really all three phases didn't play as well as we could have played. Sure. You know, offensively with the turnovers, defensively, we didn't tackle as well. Special teams, they had a couple of nice returns, you know, yeah. that put them in good field position, even though we had a special teams touchdown. We had a punt return touchdown. So, you know, we just we needed to play really good in all three phases, which we've done. 
you know, which we've done a lot of the time that so far this season. We just didn't do it in the moments we needed to in this particular game. Injuries are always tough. When, when you see one under the circumstances in which Nate Lamma goes down, the year he's having as a senior, uh, all the accolades he's getting, how he's kind of the heart and soul of your defense, and then to have an injury like that where it's a non-contact situation, that, that's just gut-wrenching. For, for a guy like me that, you know, just you care about the players as the announcer, you, you'd get to know all these guys, yeah. and you're not intimately involved like you were as the coach, but it's just gut-wrenching to, to watch out there. I mean, that was tough. It, it was. It was. And he, you know, I felt so bad for him because yeah. he, he it was one of the things he just planned it wrong. He was, you know, reacting to a play, and really it was on air. You know, it wasn't anyone around right. him or anything. Right. And, and usually those Achilles injuries usually occur that way. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy, You know, it? it's on your own. It's usually you're isolated somewhere, and it happens. Yeah. And, you know, it was it was a, obviously not a very good uh, point in the game when that happened. I, I felt so bad for Nate because he's put so much into the season. Yeah. He's, had a, he's been playing great. and uh, But the first thing he's saying, Coach, let's, you know, Tell those guys, you know, keep fighting. You've got to find a way to win this game. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. what comes out of his mouth. Right. You know, right. he's, he's not even concerned about him. He knows he's out. And he's the first thing he's thinking about, hey, let's finish this game. Let's get – let's make sure we're doing what we need to do to win the game. And and the players, you know, they, they were talking on the sideline and, you know, rallying around him and what we should do and all that, and which was good. But, you know, it still comes down to playing and executing football and playing well and, and playing well in the moments that we need to play well. And we just didn't do it. You know, and, and this is before you came back here, obviously, but Boss fans will remember this. Spencer Dinwiddie, who's a great player in the NBA right now, had one of those non-contact deals just like that. His happened to be Achilles a, a number of years ago, and it kind of reminded me of that. Great player, no contact, bad situation goes down, and, and things kind of turn. Um, how do you kind of help him? Now, I'd imagine you said at the time, he's, he's the, you know, being the football guy that he is and the team guy, he's encouraging the team at that point in time. He was. I'd imagine, though, that, that you know, a couple of days after that, reality starts setting in. How do you kind of help a, a young player like that through it? Well, you know, first of all, he, he needs time to reflect and, right. and, and to digest the information, what's going on. Okay, this has happened. What's my game plan? You know, that, that takes some time to, sure. to try to figure all those things out. You know, usually when you have an, an injury that's, that's going to make you lose a lot of time, you, it makes you rethink everything. And, you know, I did talk with him briefly, and I said, hey, well, you know, let's, just, let's sit down and talk about this in a few days and, you know, kind of digest what's happened, you know, what's yeah. the game plan going forward, that type of thing. I want to make, you know, make sure you, whatever decisions you decide to make, I want to make sure I'm helping you provide the information you need yeah. to, to make an informed decision. So, you know, we did talk briefly about that. Then he has, I think he has surgery today, actually. Okay. He had a surgery, and the surgery went well today. So we, you know, he's, we'll sit back and we'll reconvene and, and talk and see where he wants to go from there. But, you know, it's, it's too close to the, it's too close to the injury right now. Oh, yeah. You know, so yeah. there's, he needs his hair, head to clear and, and then to figure out what he wants to do next. And, uh, but he's been great for our team, and our team loves him. Yeah, no doubt about that. A, a phenomenal player. And uh, I just wish him a speedy recovery here and, and whatever decisions he's going to make. Brendan Rice all of a sudden became a household name uh, over, the, over the weekend. He has the, the touchdown that you mentioned in terms of uh, getting the second half underway. Has the 81-yard punt return. Uh, Sports Center picked, on, uh, picked up on that, of course, with uh, you know, that last name. But uh, he really, really showed us something. He's got... Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say it's deceptive. He's got a speed about him. I didn't realize he had Carl. He, you know, we felt he he ran pretty well. I mean, yeah. he doesn't. Um, 
you know, he doesn't have that like that burst that sure. like you would say, oh right. my goodness, this guy's just so explosive, he's out of here. But he does have we call it the build up speed. And once yeah. he like he saw the punt return, how he got going through the you know, through the, the defense or you know, the defenders that were trying to tackle him. And you can see as as the yardage kept going, he kept getting faster and faster. Yes, he did. And I think he just has that natural this nice build up speed for a guy his size that he runs faster than you think when he gets to his top speed. So I'm just so happy for him you know he if you remember back in our, our Stanford game he had mm -hmm. his first touchdown That's with right. a coverage brick bust and he was on the same page with the quarterback makes the play easily makes an easy touchdown and and then he came to came to you know this last weekend and had a couple big plays for us that really helped our team and you know his confidence is growing he's we think he's going to be a fantastic player when it's all said and done I, I might be wrong but but was that the first time this season you'd been too deep in a too deep return in a, in a punt situation. Yes, it was. Yes. Well, what what dictates that? When do you decide to do it, and, and when don't you do it? It's it's the rollout punts, you okay. know, that a lot of college teams do. Um, so they, you know, Utah, they they a lot of the time they do punt to the right, you know, to the right of the field because okay. it's a rollout to the right with a right-footed punter. But every now and then. When they, you know, and they, they, t they had a telltale sign about when they were going to do that. Mm -hmm. When they bring both of their gunners that usually try to attack the, the punt returner first, both of them are on the right side of the field. Okay. So they're trying to, they're telling you right now, they're trying to put the ball on the right side of the field. But the, the punter made a mistake as he was rolling out and kicking it. He actually kicked his, his motion went across his, kind of pulled across it. his body yeah. and pulled it. So it went towards Brendan. So that's the reason why we had two returners because we didn't feel that, you know, Dimitri can be able to field both punts, you know, on, you know, at the, at the width of the field. We yeah, wanted to make yeah. sure it was going to be defended or at least ret uh, re returned with having two returners because we saw there was a likelihood that that could happen every now and then, and it happened, and we were prepared for it, and it ended up being a huge play for and, us. And you wonder from a from a, a coverage standpoint if if that coverage unit for Utah. It probably surprised them a little bit, right? If the punter does put it where it's supposed to be, exactly, they weren't ready for it to be over the left hand side of the field. That's exactly right. Yeah. So they they were expecting the ball to be on the right, but he kicked it to the left, and there wasn't as much coverage on the left, and that's why, you know, Brendan he just took off and saw yep. he had an open space, and he took it. Two big touchdowns for the Buffaloers by the uh, freshman wide receiver. We'll go ahead and take a, a quick timeout. It's Buffs prime time. Uh, Brett Max, he's still to come, and Isaiah Lewis is going to join us. More with head coach Carl Durrell after this. This is Colorado football from Learfield IMG College. Hey, real quick, we know you're listening to this show because you love your college football team. Or you just can't quit your college football team. But either way, I'm pretty sure on some level, you're into college football as a whole. Yeah, that sounds right. So if you're way into all things college football, you gotta listen to the Solid Verbal College Football Podcast. Strongly agree. We've got preview podcasts, recap podcasts. We do a weekly space-themed big picture college football podcast because, I don't know, we like space and we like college football? Exactly. And that's because we don't just love college football on the Solid Verbal College Football Podcast. We live it. Correct. Search for the Solid Verbal wherever you listen to any of your podcasts or head to solidverbal.com to make it easy and find all the info you need to subscribe to the show absolutely free. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light. 
mountain cold refreshment made to chill in a canoe holding a beer instead of a paddle. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. It's back. The return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Directors Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first place trophy in June for their season long success. Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. It could be the end of the world as we know it. Rent Tenet, now available at Redbox. In the not-so-distant future, a secret agent agrees to go on a dangerous, time-bending mission. Using the latest advancements in time travel and human evolution, he changes the present as rival nations vie for global supremacy, ushering in the threat of a third world war that could put an end to life on Earth. Watch Tenet, starring John David Washington and Robert Pattinson, and make it a Redbox night. Visit redbox.com for all the ways to watch. Today's horoscope brought to you by GEICO. People will take note of your sunny disposition, Sagittarius. That's because you just switched to GEICO and discovered you could save hundreds of dollars a year on car insurance. However, your newfound inner glow may prompt unfounded rumors. Did you get a promotion? Or you want a juice cleanse? Did they give you too much anesthesia at your dentist appointment? Your secret is safe with us, Sagittarius. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. This football season, prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouth-watering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong. I used to care when Mike shared so hard he spilled nacho cheese on my carpet, but thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party. <sighs> so this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I must give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting nationalguard.com. First National Bank is proud to be an official bank of CU Athletics and the exclusive provider of the CU Visa Debit Card. Find out how you can take the game with you with the CU Visa Debit Card free with any First National Bank checking account. Visit any branch or fnbo.com slash buffs to get the ball rolling on your free CU Visa Debit Card today. First National Bank, an official bank of CU Athletics. What does Julie, who runs a thriving local business, have in common with the starting quarterback? They both know how to hustle. As a small business owner, you rise before the sun and push till well after it sets. Outpace and defy expectations. Every QB needs a great team. UPS is here to support the hustle with tools and expert advice to help you be unstoppable. Visit UPS.com slash pivot for details. UPS, the official logistics partner of CU Athletics.
Back once again on Buffs Prime Time here at the Champion Center and the Colorado Football Network. Our program brought to us by Avery Brewing. Stampede is the official licensed beer of CU Athletics. For those looking for a quality Colorado gold lager to be proud of, Stampede cha uh, charges to the front. Find Stampede near you at the Avery Brewing Company and averybrewing.com. Or if you're watching us on uh, Facebook Live tonight, just over my... Right shoulder, left shoulder, right shoulder, uh, right back there. One more segment with uh, head coach Carl Durrell here is the Buffaloes. Well, now let's get to the interesting part of this whole deal. So you're coming off the game with Utah. You're sitting at 4-1, uh, number 25 in the college football playoff poll that came out uh, yesterday, earlier today. And uh, now we're just sitting here and twiddling our thumbs, right? Not so fast. <laughs> you know, I, I would I wish it was that, but it you know, we uh the whole plan with the conference was to to pair ones versus ones at the north and the south. Sure. Yeah. And then the twos versus twos to be at the same location just to protect to make sure that that ones versus one or championship game does does occur. Right. And, you know, so you saw early in the week with, with Washington they, they couldn't play. They were actually the lead of the north and then that slid Oregon up. You know, we were planning to play Oregon. That was our two versus two matchup. Mm -hmm. And so right now, you know, you're talking with the conference. They're saying, well, e even though Oregon has slid up, we need Colorado to still be ready just in case something happens to either one of the teams. It could right. happen to Oregon or USC. So we're in the south and we're the backup for USC. And so far, so good in terms of their health and everything. But right now, they, they want us to be in a fashion of preparing for Oregon. Mm-hmm. And, and until a certain time this week, uh, they tell us, okay, we look like the game's going to happen. It's going to be cleared to play. So right. it's, it's looking like it's going to be sometime on Wednesday that okay. we're going to find out okay. for sure whether that's going to happen or not. So we're, we're planning to play. And, you know, I got questions about, well, how come we're not looking for another non-conference game right now? Exactly. It, well, really, the conference has told us not so fast on that. We need to make sure that we're ready to, to play this game. So we're, we're kind of in that timeline of preparing for a game that we may not play, but also, you know, to ensure, you know, that a game does get played for that championship game. So with yeah. that being said, it was hard to really line up another team. Right. Because we can't play for, you know, we can't plan for two teams, you know, as we're doing this thing. And, you know, it's just a, a simple, you know, just a simple solution of all this COVID stuff we've been dealing with. <laughs> yeah, simple solution, <laughs> you bet. Well, it, it does put you in kind of a unique position. So so what what are the Buffaloes doing this week? Well, we're, we're playing, planning to play Oregon. You okay. know, we're, uh, we're, we're excited. We're hoping to play. We're hoping right. to get a chance to play this weekend. It doesn't look... I would say the, the odds are not in our favor right now, but okay. I would say there's a chance, and that's why we're, we're preparing for Oregon. And uh, they've been cleared uh, as of today. You know, they're agreeing in terms of their COVID testing today. Same thing with USC. They both were in good shape. So right. I, I just think the, the conference wanted insurance. They wanted to make sure there was another team ready to play just in case one of those teams didn't. And, uh, and to do that, we had to be all in on – the preparation for this week. Right. So it was really hard and, and really from a conference perspective, I don't think they really wanted us to think about contracting another game with right. another, another right. opponent. So at this point where we're sitting here now uh, in kind of a holding pattern, getting ready for Oregon uh, as, as you prepare yourself, would, could there potentially be a scramble at the end of the week going, is there somebody out there we can play? Or if Oregon and USC play, uh, the buffs just become spectators, or, or what do you what do you think? Well, I mean, those are those are it's probably all of the above there, Mark. To be right. honest with you, okay. you know, I, I don't know. I think the likelihood of of, of 
playing a non-conference opponent is is not going to happen. Okay. But there is a likelihood that we can be one of these teams for this weekend, and and even though that's a low prob- probability, but it's kind of where we're at right now. So yes, it does look like if if they are clear to play and they think that both teams are going to be healthy for the championship game, you know, we may be left out. Yeah. Yeah. At least over this week. We'll, right. just, and we'll just get ready for the ball. So when you talk to your players about that, kind of how they handled that, or how did you present it to just, them? Just like what I've just told you. Okay. I try to keep them in, informed in every other decisions that we're doing. And, and, I've, and that's, that's really helped me as, a, as their coach because mm-hmm. I've been very transparent with them with, with where we're at, you know, with what the conference is, this is what they want us to do, things like that. So they understand it. You know, so they're, they're, mo- they're full speed ahead, speed ahead on working for Oregon until told otherwise. So uh, we do know that we have a chance to go. We got, we're going to go to a bowl, so we're excited yeah. about that. Our players yeah. are excited about that. And there's, a, you know, the bowl selection show is going to be on Sunday. So, um, you know, if we end up not playing this weekend, you know, it, you know, it would be disappointing. But it's not the end of the world because we still have a game to play. We still have a bowl game to play and prepare for and, and hopefully finish this season in a positive way. And really, as you and I have sat here on this program over the course of the last uh, five, six weeks here and, and talked about the unusual nature of all of this, it, it just kind of – it, it's part and parcel, everything we've been talking about, isn't it? And so for, for your guys, you say, well, fellas, it's not ideal, but none of this has been ideal, and we've still navigated it. We're 25th in the country. We're 4-1. and one. We've done a heck of a job, and so this is just the next hurdle that's been put in front of us. That's exactly right. It's yeah. just one more hurdle that we've been dealing with really for a long period of time. Right. So, right. you know, and our, our players get it. They really do. They understand. I mean, they don't, you know, it, it is what it is, and guess in their minds, but is I think they bought into you know what let's control what we can control let's prepare for what we need to do right. until told otherwise you know so they're they're pretty you know they've really matured a lot this year about understanding this whole process which I think is going to help us as a program in you, our future yeah you, you think so I mean yeah. there, there's got to be you know you and I talked about earlier I think at one point in time about the whole idea that you know coaches always say control what you can control and a lot of times players are like yeah whatever okay I hear coach say it all the time but but this has been a learning process to understand that there is a lot to that. So in, in terms of the, the week and what it's been like, you talk about getting ready for Oregon, and, and you're doing that like full blast like you normally would be? or yeah, Exactly. Right. I mean, we had a Tuesday-style okay. practice, which is normally our beginning of the week practice of, of putting our base plans in. Tomorrow we're going to do red zone and third downs, okay. and just like we normally do in the process of getting ready for, for a game. So uh, we, we have to. We have to keep the mindset of, 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 of acting like we are playing Oregon until told okay. otherwise, just because I don't want our players to be, go through this up and down in, in, in emotions about their preparation. Right. And since this is our already happened before with with the San Diego State game yeah so they understand that you know this is this is what could happen we're going to prepare for this thing if it does happen yeah, you just touched on something I think might be interested for the average fan out there in terms of your week as it unfolds give us kind of the how what what the steps are Monday Tuesday Wednesday what you're getting ready for what's the next uh, implementation uh, when you get ready for a game during the week how, how does that process unfold yeah it unfolds we we play a game Saturday like we did against Utah um, and then usually if we're playing another Saturday game mm-hmm. which is what we're slated to do at the start of the of the week was to play Oregon on Saturday right uh, we normally give our players off on Monday 
okay. then we practice Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We usually fly out Friday into the game site uh, to be played uh, you know, on to, for that Saturday game. Right. So, you know, in this case, we, you know, we still gave him Monday off, and we just were still planning as if we were playing Saturday until we were told yesterday that no, they wanted us to play that game was canceled now you got to be the backup to play friday okay so what that did was we still had our normal tuesday today but we're going to combination practice our 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 we call our third downs and red zones and goal line packages we're going to practice those installations tomorrow mm -hmm. so that if that is the case that we are going to play we fly out thursday and we play the game on friday so okay. we get most of the planning done and it'll probably be a little bit more accelerated this week because of the friday game mm -hmm. but We've done this before in a, in a, in a worse fashion against San Diego State. So, so what, what day on a normal week, Saturday to Saturday, well, what day is the big implementation day of a game plan? Is that on a it's usually Wednesday. Wednesday, it yeah, is. Yeah, it's okay. Wednesday. It's it's your third down packages. It's, okay. it's you know your short yardage and you know a number of different things on third down. You know, and usually Thursday's practice is just red zone and goal line for us. Okay. And that's that's usually a lighter practice, shorter practice, and then Friday is really a we call that a, a it's a situational practice where we practice all the kicking phases, and all the two minute drives, and all the last play drives, and all the hail mary experiences or mm -hmm. Or people are going to run a hook and lateral type of blast play of the game, like you saw in the, you know, in, in one of these college games yeah, this weekend, how where crazy guys were tossing yeah. the ball back and yep. forth. So we practice all of those special plays on Friday, just in case we're in a game like that. We we know what to get to. Well, it's a uh, it's a hurry up, prepare, get ready, and, and wait week for the Colorado Buffaloes, isn't it? <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> all the above. <laughs> all the you're, above. You're covering all the emotions and all the aspects of preparation. Well, good luck, and and I know this. Uh, if the Buffs are not playing this weekend, uh, we will be playing shortly thereafter in a bowl game. That's so right. that that will uh, will you know kind of grab onto and cling to that, right? Absolutely. And our players are excited for that, and they haven't been. They've been. That was one of their goals that they expressed to me when my first time meeting with them in February right. was that we haven't been to a bowl and we're tired of losing. And you know, and they they responded and had a great season. They worked hard. They've they've earned this opportunity for themselves, and I'm proud of them. Well, we'll see. If they're playing this weekend, we'll be there. And if not, uh, we'll be there at the bowl game. So, Carl, uh, good luck this week with whatever happens. Right? Okay. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks. Carl Durrell head coach of the Buffaloes. We'll wait and see what happens with this weekend for the Buffs in Los Angeles. And then, uh, as Carl mentioned, uh, the Bulls selection show coming up on Sunday. We'll find out where the Buffs are in the postseason. We'll take a timeout. Safety's coach Brett Maxey going to join us next. It's Buffs Prime Time, and this is Colorado Football from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Buffs fans. This is Mark Johnson here at Hazel's Beverage World. Did you know that Hazel's has the friendliest staff and the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits in Boulder? Hazel's is locally owned and operated and conveniently located at 28th and Pearl in Boulder. Remember, Hazel's is the official pre- and post-game headquarters of the Buffs. You all in Hazel's Beverage World before or after the game. Buffs fans, we all know the comforts of home. The rush of Ralphie thundering into the stadium, inspiring the fans and cheering our Buffs to victory. There's nothing like winning at home. Monarch Casino Resort Spa invites you to bask in that wholesome field feeling at Colorado's newest resort. We've created new restaurants, guest rooms and suites alongside a brand new expanded gaming floor with plenty of room to take on our slots and table games. Head to Monarch Casino Resort Spa after the game. It could be the end of the world as we know it. Rent Tenet, now available at Redbox. 
In the not-so-distant future, a secret agent agrees to go on a dangerous, time-bending mission. Using the latest advancements in time travel and human evolution, he changes the present as rival nations vie for global supremacy, ushering in the threat of a third world war that could put an end to life on Earth. Watch Tenet, starring John David Washington and Robert Pattinson, and make it a Redbox night. Visit redbox.com for all the ways to watch. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment. Made to chill in a canoe, holding a beer instead of a paddle. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. What does Julie, who runs a thriving local business, have in common with the starting quarterback? They both know how to hustle. As a small business owner, you rise before the sun and push till well after it sets, outpace, and defy expectations. Every QB needs a great team. UPS is here to support the hustle with tools and expert advice to help you be unstoppable. Visit UPS.com slash pivot for details. UPS, the official logistics partner of CU Athletics. Hi, I'm attorney Rob Wilhite from the Swaya Law Firm. As an alumni, class of 2000, our buffs need to stick together. If you've been injured in an auto or work accident, give us a call at 303-GOOD-LAW and let's make an appointment for your free consultation. Accidents can seem overwhelming, but we'll make it simple. Let us handle the insurance companies while you focus on what's most important, your treatment and getting healed. We will fight, fight, fight for your victory. Back once again on Buffs Prime Time here for the Champion Center to Colorado Football Network. Voice of the Buffs, Mark Johnson. Time for our assistant coaches segment. And safety's coach Brett Maxey joining us here for a few minutes. We just uh, wrapped up with Carl Durrell. We're talking about how you guys are kind of just hurrying up and waiting this week. It's an unusual yes. set of circumstances. That has been our modem yeah. know, so far this year. Yeah. Is to just sit and wait and... and uh, and just wait for somebody to tell us when, you know, when <laughs> when can we play football? <laughs> but we, that, that's so foreign for you guys. Football coaches are all you guys are creatures of habit, right? Absolutely, we game are. plays on on Saturday. You break everything down on Sunday. You turn your attention to the next game. you you know everything is is directed towards that next Saturday, and and now you don't have a target basically at the end of the week. We have taken this to another level in terms of. Um, you know, our organizational, uh, the way we do our business, right. things have been out of sorts, you know, this, this, this year. Um, but, you know, we're not the only ones that's dealing with it. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how we look at it. You know, we're not the only ones. What would you say and, and, and how would you, um, I guess, to talk about how your guys, speaking of your safeties, have kind of handled this. You can speak to the broader team as well, but the way this group of young men has handled this bizarre year and all the stopping and starting and pausing and, okay, we're not playing USC, we're playing San Diego State and all these kind of things. You know what? They really don't, they don't blink. They don't really talk much, you know, about it. They really? just want to know when yeah. and, and how. Mm -hmm. And and it's up to us to, to you know to relay that message, so they're just kind of you know waiting for our leadership. Yeah. And 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 they they do a really good job of following. 
It, dealing with young men like this, I heard there, there was a, a basketball coach in the uh, Pac-12 uh, with the stopping and starting. Uh, I, I saw that he made the comment. He said, I don't think people understand how important from a psychological and emotional standpoint these young men, this is what they enjoy. This is their life. It has been much of their life. Mm -hmm. They've been so focused, in that case, basketball, in your case, football. How important what happens out there in terms of the structure from a practice standpoint, the daily schedules, the games, how important it is for those guys to have that in their life? It is very important because um, they have something to look forward to every day. Right. Um, you know, combining that with school um, and, and, and being structured that way in terms of, uh, you know, not being in a classroom, but they have to be on Zoom, and right. they're, they have these these times that's set aside for them to, you know, to, to have their Zoom classes. Mm -hmm. uh, once, you know, once that period, it's over, then it's, uh, then it's back to football. So we, they start their morning with football. Sure. Okay, and then there's a break in the, in the middle for school, and then around dinner time, it's back to football. Yeah. So we've we've kind of created this this regiment um, over the last you know f uh, five or six months uh, you know once we you know once COVID hit us where we had to shut down and we didn't have a spring uh, some guys went home uh, some guys stayed around and trained yeah. uh, in hopes that 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 we were going to get back together but when we did come back together Coach Durrell did an amazing job. Of, of keeping these guys focused, mm -hmm. making sure that we stayed together in our little bubble. Uh, his message was, was, was very clear. Uh, there was no, it was black and white. There was no gray area. Everybody understood what the purpose was. And, and they went out and they executed it, sure. you know, through our leadership. Right, right. Well, I, I think there's something to that, and I talked with the, with the basketball staff about that. You know, when you, when you think about all that's going on in society right now and how hard it is on people from a psychological, emotional standpoint, mm -hmm. and yet our student-athletes, football, men's and women's basketball, whatever it might be, there is structure and normalcy to what they're doing, and I think that's an important part of it, uh, with what these kids are dealing with right now. And so. that's how they live their lives because yeah. uh, otherwise they wouldn't be doing this. Right. You know, they would be doing something else, but their lives are built around structure. Yeah, that's right. And you guys supply that every single day. So um, how how's this week been for you then? I mean, you're, you're getting ready for Oregon. And I'm getting ready for somebody, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's really unique. Oh, my goodness. You know, um, it's probably good that we don't put much into it and don't think that much about it. Sure. And just kind of live, you know, in the moment. Because if you try to do it any other way, then your psyche is is all out of whack yeah and we're you know we're, we're trying to stay you know calm about things uh and just and just treat it like an ordinary day every day you know is an adventure mm -hmm. you, you you go to bed and you wake up you know kind of wondering what is the day going to be like mm -hmm. you know uh is there going to be a a, a, a wrench in our side today. You better not write it down in ink, right? It's better oh be in pencil. Gosh. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of how we that's kind of how we live. Uh, we really don't put much into it. We don't really talk a lot about it. Right. We prepare like we always do uh, once the season started. And if we have a game, we play it. If we don't, 
we look forward to the next opportunity. So one of the things we hear in football all the time is that, you you know, there's a great line I heard a coach say years ago. He said, I either, I either win or I learn. I don't lose. Okay, and I thought that was an interesting way of looking at things. You're going to learn something coming through this whole thing as a coach, aren't you, in terms of the ups and downs and all the, the issues you've dealt with. That'll make you better on the back end of this, I would think. You know what? Um, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm taking it one day at a time, mm -hmm. and I don't know. Right now, I don't, I don't, I don't have that, that time to think about that. Yeah. I think once things kind of settle down, once the season has ended, we've played a bowl game, mm -hmm. you know, perhaps – we're not sure about that. Right. You never know what happens. Um, and when I have some time to just, uh, you know, be with my family and not be around, uh, you know, this this environment, you know, the football and the coaches and mm -hmm. the day to day, you know, uh, uh, business that we that we have, then maybe I'll put some thought into it. But but for now. I can't do that. I can't occupy my mind, right. my space. Right. I can't fill my my mind with 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 that type of space. Yeah. yeah. You know, I got to keep it open for things that are that are really important to me and the team. That are in front of you right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I would think so. Um, I'm going to start just throwing some of your safeties names at you, and I want you to just give me a, a comment on each each one in terms of how the guys have done and how they've uh, played this season and what you've learned about them. How about Darian Rakestraw, one of your leaders? Uh, he's a he's a he's a calming influence mm -hmm. uh, in the group. He's the uh, you know they they call him the coach, right? Because that's what he is. Uh, he plays multiple positions. He he's that guy that calms everything down. Mm -hmm. You don't see him get too excited. He doesn't get too low. He is so even keel. How about Mark Perry? Um, Mark Perry is somewhat of an enigma mm -hmm. and I say that in a in a good way okay um, he really doesn't say a lot he's he's very he's very bright um, he's a, he's that intellectual mm. player okay you know um, he speaks that way he carries himself that way the wheels are always turning huh They're always turning uh, I never really see him um, you know, goofing off mm -hmm. with other players. Everything is, like, serious, man. Right. In a good way. <laughs> right. How about, the, we're going to talk with Isaiah Oliver. Isaiah, Oliver. Isaiah, Isaiah Lewis. Interesting dude. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was hard for me to get a, uh, a read on Ilu mm -hmm. when I first met him. Um, and then um, when he's, you know, once training camp started, Mm -hmm. He was always coach. Can we, uh, you know, can we can we get on the Zoom and 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 go through some you know installation? You know, he was always wanting more. Hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, you know, this is a guy that really hadn't played that much. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's one of our starters, one of our best players. Yeah. And he's got a he's got a serious. Uh, you know, way about him as well. You know, football is very, very important to him. Right. Um, he has played probably, he's played so many different positions in the secondary, mm -hmm. um, in, in the different packages that we have. And you're talking about really, um, he's, a, he's, he's one of those trust, those quarterback trust people. Hmm. 
that that you have to have on your team, especially in the secondary, because everything kind of goes through us. We drive the bus. Interesting. Okay. Okay. The linebackers make a call. They set the front, hmm. and then they go sit in the back seat of the right. car. Okay. And then the corners, they you know. If, if there's not room in the uh, in the back seat, then they go get in the trunk. Okay. All right. <laughs> but those guys, those safeties and the and the and the stars and nickels, yeah, they're driving it. Right. They're, and they're driving the bus, and they know that the communication starts and ends with them. Well, what do you look for in a good safety? Uh, it's got to be very cerebral, mm-hmm. uh, tough, very physical. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got to have, he's, he's got to be mentally tough because everything, I mean, things are not going to go, you know, right all the time. Sure. There's going to be mistakes. And everybody is looking at you. You make a call. You, hey, we'll play whatever you call, even if it's wrong. So if we're all wrong, we're all right. Yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, that's, that's really it. They, they got to be mentally tough. In order mentally to w- tough. W- wash off whatever just happened to move on, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Next play. Next play mentality. Well, right now, it's, uh, it's hurry up and wait for all of us. We'll see what happens with the Buffaloes. We appreciate you being here tonight. Well, I appreciate you having me. All right. Brett Maxey, the safeties coach for the Colorado Buffaloes. We'll take a timeout. The aforementioned Isaiah Lewis is going to join us next. One final segment here on Buffs Primetime. This is Colorado Football from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Buffs fans, Mark Johnson here with multiple hospital urgent care and specialty clinic locations across Colorado. UC Health celebrates Buffs fans as they live an extraordinary life. UC Health, the official health care partner of the University of Colorado. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Light, mountain cold refreshment, made to chill in a canoe, holding a beer instead of a paddle. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. Hey, Buffaloes, some of us may be cheering from home this season. Maybe you've got the big TV and game time snacks, but no room to cheer, no sweat. You've got options. When you work with Rocket Mortgage, you see all your options right up front. From down payments to closing costs, you know what fits your budget. So if you need a home big enough for your whole team, Rocket can. Get started at rocketmortgage.com. Rocket Mortgage, proud mortgage partner of CU Athletics. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license law 50 states and consumer access that number 3030. At Elevations Credit Union, we're big in a local way and local in a big way. What do we mean? When you bank at Elevations, you'll find the sophisticated financial products, services, and technology you need and the investment and community you deserve. We're not too big. We're not too small. And it's easy to become an Elevations member. Banking. It has a sweet spot. And we're it. Elevations Credit Union. It matters where you bank. Insured by NCUA. 
at Safeway. Being part of the communities we serve has always been at the core of who we are. As a proud sponsor of the University of Colorado Buffaloes, we're committed to the players and the fans. And today, we're here for you now more than ever, offering safe, contactless grocery pickup with drive up and go. Order online and we'll have your groceries ready whenever you are. So all you have to do is drive up and go. Download the Safeway Delivery and Pickup app today. It's back, the return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Directors Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first place trophy in June for their season long success. Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. Buffs fans, we all know the comforts of home. The rush of Ralphie thundering into the stadium, inspiring the fans and cheering our Buffs to victory. There's nothing like winning at home. Monarch Casino Resort Spa invites you to bask in that wholesome field feeling at Colorado's newest resort. We've created new restaurants, guest rooms, and suites alongside a brand new expanded gaming floor with plenty of room to take on our slots and table games. Head to Monarch Casino Resort Spa after the game. Hey, Buffs fans, Mark Johnson here with multiple hospital urgent care and specialty clinic locations across Colorado. UC Health celebrates Buffs fans as they live an extraordinary life. UC Health, the official health care partner of the University of Colorado. Back one final time on Buffs Prime Time here at the uh, Champion Center, Colorado Football Network. Uh, Isaiah Lewis, the aforementioned safety, joining us from uh, Granite Bay, California. Yes, so you said in Northern California? Uh, yes, sir. Kind of where at, uh, where at up there? Yeah, Northern California, about 15 minutes, 20 minutes from Sacramento. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a beautiful drive to and from Sac, so nice. it's a great place to be. You know, it, it has been such a bizarre, we were just talking before, you know, it's such a bizarre season for you. Well, for everybody in college yeah. athletics, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, just it's just nuts. What do you think you've learned about yourself a little bit in terms of kind of just navigating the troubled waters? Um, I learned that being able to adapt uh, both as a player and then as a team is huge so um, kind of taking the responsibility of staying safe so you know staying at your house right. not putting yourself in dangerous uh, situations is, is probably the biggest and most challenging thing to do um, but that's that's probably the number one thing I learned well I would think too football is a game where you're relying upon the guy next to you to do his job yep. And so it's kind of been that mindset, hasn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. we got to take care of each other yep. so that we can be out there as a team, right? Yep, and I think that spoke to um, for a lot of our success this season is, you know, we didn't test, we didn't have a lot of negatives throughout yep. this whole process, and yep. that was because, you know, we want to be successful and we're looking to be successful. So guys took it upon themselves to, you know, make the best of it. The way you have played this season, what, what was it that, that kind of helped you elevate your your play here for the Buffaloes. Um, so you know, obviously, I wasn't I wasn't the most um, active player in terms of defense um, yeah. coming up these past couple of years, and so being able to watch the guys in front of me mm-hmm. taking notes and then uh, just applying that, applying all those things was. Uh, one of the biggest, you know, factors for me, I would say. Take us back this last weekend. That, that, that's a tough situation. When you get a guy like Nate Lambert, who's kind of a leader on the team, and, Definitely. you know, you guys look to a veteran like that. He's one of the better linebackers in the country. That, that's a little bit of an emotional 
you know, shot there when, when a guy like that goes down with an injury absolutely. like that, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we, it hurt it hurt big time. Um, but, you know, it's the next man up. That's always how yeah. it is, how it always has been. Um, and we're, we're counting on whoever's there. So John Van D steps in, well, let's yeah. rock. You know what I'm saying? He has all the confidence. Our, our linebackers have all the confidence, and so do our players um, as a defense. So we weren't worried about it. And, uh, you know, it's just unfortunate to get those results. But we're, we're looking past it and ready to make better results, I would say. How do you like uh, playing for Brett Maxey? He oh, seems like awesome. a really neat guy. Yeah, our, huh? our Brett Maxey, Coach Maxey is awesome. Um, he knows so much, and I think the safeties realize that. So right. he's always bringing up past legends like Ronnie Lott yeah. and guys that he's been around, and we're like, okay, well, we'd better tune in because this is the best information we could possibly get. What do you like about, what do you look for in a coach? What, 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 what speaks to you? I mean, everyone learns differently. We all respond differently. Well, what do you like from a coach when you're a player? Um, as a player, just the knowledge that they're able to share, and then also, obviously, the relationship, um, yeah. I, I feel like it's pretty important. But um, Coach Maxey has shown me that uh, there are really knowledgeable coaches out there. So mm -hmm. it's Coach Me, um, Coach Summers, our whole D court, our whole D staff, Coach Wilson included. Um, just the knowledge that and experience that they have to share is pretty, is really valuable. I would say. There, there's got to be a level of trust, doesn't there? You, you have to yes. believe what that man is looking you and I telling you. Is, is honestly what's happening, yep. right? Yep, and that's how we treat it. Um, what he says is, is what goes, and that's because we trust him yeah. and we trust what he's teaching us. So, you know, we're working on details daily uh, to make sure that we're going to improve daily as well. Is it easier when a guy, when you trust a guy like that, is it easier to accept tough coaching then? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where they um, really get on you? Yeah, yeah. Tough coaching is always uh, it's something that makes you stronger in the yeah. end, for sure. And uh, uh, last year, we kind of learned about that. And this year, it's just part of our nature. And then so getting the knowledge that they're giving us is just putting it all together is just is great. So we talked to the coaches here in the last uh, 45 seconds or so. W what are you getting ready for right now? We're getting ready for everything, you know. <laughs> we're, we're getting ready for a bowl game. We're getting ready to play a championship game. Just right. staying ready is is our game. I would say adapting is to see Buffs football team. I would say. Yeah, but it, it's. I mean, you you know you're going to play at some point. Yep. It's either going to be this weekend or it's going to be in in a bowl game coming yep. up. And so right now it's just kind of prepare for whatever's next, right? Yep. Just keep yeah. improving day by day, brick by brick, as we say. Well, you you have been a, a joy to watch this season. Keep up the good work. Whatever that ball game happens. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Here's the safety Isaiah Lewis uh, joining us as we put a wrap on bus prime time. We'll see what happens with the Buffaloes. You stay tuned. We'll let you know it's going to be either this weekend or when a bowl game rolls around. But if we put a wrap from the Champion Center on bus prime time. This is Colorado Football from Learfield IMG College. It's back, the return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Directors' Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first-place trophy in June for their season-long success. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. Hi, I'm attorney Rob Wilhite from the Sawaya Law Firm. As an alumni, class of 2000, our buffs need to stick together. If you've been injured in an auto or work accident, give us a call at 303-GOOD-LAW and let's make an appointment for your free consultation. Accidents can seem overwhelming, but we'll make it simple. Let us handle the insurance companies while you focus on what's most important, your treatment and getting healed. 
We will fight, fight, fight for your victory. Hey, Buffs fans. This is Mark Johnson here at Hazel's Beverage World. Did you know that Hazel's has the friendliest staff and the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits in Boulder? Hazel's is locally owned and operated and conveniently located at 28th and Pearl in Boulder. Remember, Hazel's is the official pre- and post-game headquarters of the Buffs. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment. Made to chill in a canoe, holding a beer instead of a paddle. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Buffs fans, we all know the comforts of home. The rush of Ralphie thundering into the stadium, inspiring the fans and cheering our Buffs to victory. There's nothing like winning at home. Monarch Casino Resort Spa invites you to bask in that wholesome field feeling at Colorado's newest resort. We've created new restaurants, guest rooms, and suites alongside a brand new expanded gaming floor with plenty of room to take on our slots and table games. Head to Monarch Casino Resort Spa after the game. What does Julie, who runs a thriving local business, have in common with the starting quarterback? They both know how to hustle. As a small business owner, you rise before the sun and push till well after it sets. Outpace and defy expectations. Every QB needs a great team. UPS is here to support the hustle with tools and expert advice to help you be unstoppable. Visit UPS.com slash pivot for details. UPS, the official logistics partner of CU Athletics. Buffs Primetime has been presented by Coors Light, Mountain Cold Refreshment Made to Chill, 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Buffalo Sports Network. Let's jump into Pepper's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Pepper play sets. Pepper Pig, inspiring kid confidence.